yo, yo. Check this out. Check this out. Previously heard. Previously heard. Good Hope FM. Let's go. Hey guys, Chad Simon here, host of Simon Says on Good Hope FM. As we continue to hype your heritage this month, we have a conversation for the final time in September. I mean, I just, I couldn't end it in any other uh, massive manner uh, than uh, the man himself, Mr. Jonathan Butler. Welcome to the show. Hey, good to be on the show. Good to be on the show. I'm sorry it's so early and uh, I overslept. I, I was just beat up. <laughs> it's okay. I, f I follow you on Instagram and I know um, that you've been playing quite a few shows of late because I always yeah, see Yeah, I have. I, I have. Yeah. Yesterday I hosted a, um, a, a, a golf, a celebrity golf tournament and okay. it wore me out. I played 18 holes and then I had wow. to do the concert at the end of the thing. So and wow. when I got home, we watched a movie and I passed out. So uh, I, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> Thank you for being here. You know, I, I have a rule on my radio show, and just to give you some context, I've only been on air for a year and a half, and um, I have two rules on my radio show. Yeah. And the one is JB is not Justin Bieber, it's Jonathan <laughs> Butler. And rule number two is ATL is not Atlanta, it's mm -hmm. Atlo. <laughs> That's good. And that's those good. are my rules. That's those are good. my rules. And, um, I like that. <laughs> I love You got to tell the people back, uh, I'm back where you that. are. I want to use yeah. that. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Whenever I play so, seventh avenue, I'll bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. So it is Heritage Month and, you know, we're kind of going back to the roots of, of, of what makes, firstly, our, our city and our country. Uh, what it is musically and yes. uh, you know I know uh, quite a bit about you and I think I, I just wanted you to paint the picture for the listeners and the viewers in terms of what it was like in Athlone growing up in the you know in the area I, I grew yeah. up not far from Bulgaria side um, okay. my family is, is, is from my parents both lived in Athlone my yeah. church was there my school yeah. was there yeah, yeah, um, yeah so so what was it like back then well, it was it was it was a buzzing. It was really a buzzing, buzzing community and a buzzing uh, area. You know, I mean, j just to give an example, we used to walk to Athlone to go like to the movies. You know, yeah. There was a movie theater called Smith and yeah, Obas, yeah, yeah. and Obas was up the street, and then next to Obas, across the street from Obas, was a fish and chip shop which was incredibly good. That was like one of the best fishing chips. We would go there before we go to the movie house and, and Obas yeah. and eat our fishing chips in the movie. So it was buzzing. Plus there was a tailor. There was a place where I bought clothes. You would buy wow. clothes, man, furniture. Um, and Kismet was, was happening. And so yeah. we would walk from, uh, from Belgravia, from my, from Athlone all the way yeah. up. I mean, past Regina Chaley and uh, yeah. Across the street was Q Town, where yeah. they used to always kind of rob me in the morning from school. There was always a beat down in, in, in Q Town, you know? So I know what you but, mean, man. <laughs> on, on Clip Fontaine, Clip Fontaine Road. Clip Fontaine Road, all the way down Clip Fontaine Road. And then there was a park near uh, um, what's this, this area where we used to always go play as kids. We okay. still played this park, and um, so it was really buzzing. It was like really happening on the weekends. 
if there wasn't a little bit of uh, gang violence on our street or something, or yeah. two dogs trying to kill each other, it was yeah. always a fun. It, there was there was always something. And across yeah, yeah, the yeah. From my house, across the street from my house, from our house was uh, there was just an open field. It's no longer an open field. So yeah. you know, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 what's his name? The guy's name I think I think his name was Dochi. He used to live across <laughs> the street from us. He had horses there with like I mean he was like a serious. This cat was unbelievable, man. He had like a lot of stuff going on in that little <laughs> that suncase area of his. And yeah. so his horses were always on the you know in the field. We would play soccer there. Yeah. And so it was really a buzzing vibe, you know. It was yeah. really now that I go there, it's really like quiet. It's like yeah, really, it's quiet, which which is odd. Quiet. Yeah, yeah, it's really it's odd bad. for me that it's quiet, yeah. you know. But I guess all the people once we moved out, a lot of people I grew up with moved out, you know. Yeah, yeah. Moved to different areas. I moved my mother to um, Montevideo. But to be yeah. honest with you, I you know looking back, I probably wouldn't have moved. I would have just you know built the house for her there. Built the house, yeah. Because yeah. Um, yeah, we all kind of. But you know, just like everything else, everybody moved in with my mother. So yeah. It didn't, yeah. <laughs> that didn't change much. That didn't change. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, t tell me about the, the sounds that you were getting in that time. Because oh, I the think- sounds, oh my God, yeah. man. Starting from because, my house, starting yeah. from our house, there was such a lot of great music uh, from our house to the streets. I mean, uh, I remember uh, there, was a, there was a gang called the Yakis and they used to- Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Hang I know them. The Yakis used to, you know, and- uh, we, they used to hang around. And so we, as our, my brother and Paul, Paul and I used to play for these guys. And um, that's how we got like, you know, our piece of the pie from them. They would give us some food. They would, you know. And also some and, protection, like some, and protection. some protection. I mean, I like know, the, I know like the, the Rat Pack, for example. Yeah, I knew the leader of, of the gang. So it was kind of a, a an interesting thing how my mother's son case was the, was the place where people always had some level of respect for my mom. Yeah. And for us, and and so we never really got into trouble with the gangs yeah. in that way because music was what what they loved that we did, and that everybody kind of knew that the butlers was into the music thing. But the sounds was like, oh, the Klopse time was incredible. Mm. Klopse mm. time when I was in the Klopse when I started being part of the Klopse scene, we couldn't wait for it to happen because it was yeah. like sounds from heaven. It, it just yeah. through, you know, 7th Avenue all the way down to Valparaiso High School. Yeah. And then, of course, I used to stand with my father and watch the girls come from high school, from Valparaiso High, and just check them out, you know. <laughs> I try to get my game on, you know, just watching yeah, them yeah. school. And, I, and that, was, that was a fun time, standing with my dad, you know, just looking over. Yeah. And I, was like, oh. I mean, that's, I mean it's, it's a different kind of bonding time, but I'm, I'm here for it. I mean, yeah, yeah, cool. you know, my father's giving me the ropes like this, son. Just, 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 just take a look. Just, you know, yeah. gaze yeah. your eyes on the beauty of the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I, know this I, is love I love that. I love that. It was like, I mean, we we definitely had, um, you know, we had our ways of of entertaining ourselves. I mean, we uh, we didn't have TV or radio, so yeah. family that social that, media. And so none of, none of that stuff. We were our own yeah. social media. We are, we were our own Instagram. Right? Yeah. We want to see stuff happen at the Butler House. It's we were crazy, man. It was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Tell, tell me about getting into studio for the first time. I mean, you were pretty young when you started recording. Yeah. Um, and I think the discipline of, you know, a lot of people get taught the discipline of live performance, especially yeah. naturally yeah. Um, by a church or wherever it may be. Yeah. Uh, but no one really teaches you the discipline of studio. You know, yeah, many singers don't get yeah. it right. You know, that, and you got in there pretty early. Studio was different for me because I, I mean, I remember when I was like seven, eight, around nine, I actually went into the studio. There was a couple of guys in Cape Town that wanted me to record. Uh, I think one guy's name was Ivan Weir was his name. Yeah. And yeah. so Ivan had me record in the city. Um, but it was very different because, see, I grew up as, as a performer, not as a recording artist. Right yeah. now, you see kids on, on American Idol, SA Idol. Yeah. They're all yeah. being groomed how to... Uh, you know, how to convey the song, how to tell the story. Yeah. But yeah. when you're in the studio with headphones on, the music is become so small in your head yeah. Yeah. that you have to figure out how to, to, to uh, make that story happen with headphones on. In yeah. the old days, there were no headphones. You just actually sang with two uh. speakers that was out of phase. So the speakers would be in the room, but it would be out of phase. Out of phase so like yeah, yeah. Tony Bennett and all the Frank Sinatra guys, they just walked up to the mic and sang like they were in the in the, wow. in, the in, in in front of an audience. So you actually could express yourself. You see what I mean? The mm. headphones make you so like you get in your head. It makes you yeah. in your head. So that's why a lot of artists take one head headpiece off. Yeah, yeah, I I, I do I do that with with do the same thing. My my just so you can hear intonation, you you know that yeah. you're not out of tune. But but yeah. for me, I just put it on. I hate it. I still hate it to this day. But okay. I put it on and I just sing. I just let your tone be your tone, you know, and yeah. that's who you are. Let your tone just speak for itself. But it takes discipline because I had yeah. choreo. You know, during my career, I had choreography lessons. I was taught how to dance. I was taught how to tell the story from one side of the stage to the next side of, you know, so don't stand still. I remember a, a story uh, when I toured with Whitney Houston, Whitney yeah. used to stand dead center in the middle of the stage in front of the microphone and not move. And, yeah. and so I think it was later on, they told, hey, you know, we got to get some dancers or something to make <laughs> the stage look alive because she's- To just, make it look alive, yeah. I want to dance with somebody and she's just standing in front of the microphone, you know, it <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> So, so now when you watch Idol in South Africa, you watch Idol here, or you know, the, yeah. the, the young artists are taught how to like sort of, you know, be themselves or come out yeah. and do, perform and show them how to do certain things. So I learned yeah. all of that as I was growing up. Yeah, amazing. And and I think I mean I know you had spent time in the UK as well as then the US, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, how, how was the UK experience? Because that was pretty much in the time. Uh, you left at, at quite a young age, right? Yeah, I left when I was probably 22 years old, you know, okay. around 22. I, I okay. think it was really like, like just sort of the back end of the uprising that I kind of left. Okay. You know. yeah. But London was, was great. It was great in a way that I learned more about songwriting, yeah. uh, ranging, um, and uh, I have spent most of my days in the studio writing. Most okay. of my days. Zomba had, the, rec the, the record company yeah. had and at six six um, writing rooms in the studio, so every writing room there was an artist writing. It's either Billy Ocean, 
Uh, wow. Either Will Smith, Will Smith was in there. Uh, Death Leopard was in there. Millie Jackson was in one room. So it uh, it was all actually an an, um, an old friend and a legend. From I mean, he is a legend in my eyes. Uh, his name is Richard John Smith. He used to of be course. part of the label. No, so I, I literally, was, yeah. yeah I, my mother talks about him all the time. They were yeah. Were he was a choices. Yeah. Yeah. Richard John Smith. He was a star. Yeah. That's what he they always the, said. Yeah, he's one of my, you know, I remember seeing him uh, live in South Africa. I mean, he was with a group called Shindig Five, and he was uh, and actually down the street from us. So yeah. he was uh, he was a tall figure, you know, he was big hair. I mean, he looked like a star. I mean, the yeah. guy just had the whole swagger like a big star. And so to me, you know, I, I looked up to him. I was like, wow, man, yeah. you know. And I spent a lot of my young days in Boxburg. Uh, in Reicher Park with Richard. Okay. I stayed with him too. So, oh, wow. um, so Richard was like a big brother to me. You know, Richard yeah. John Smith, Lionel Peterson. Uh, yes. uh, they were like, my dogs are going crazy here. But, it's okay. But yeah, so those were the big guys that, that were big stars for me, you know, growing up. And so I learned a lot of songwriting in London. I think that's where I studied the craft of songwriting, how yeah. to write a song, uh, that had different layers, layers yeah. to the story, and not just like you know, just four bars. You yeah, know? yeah. Uh, that's a song. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, that's cool if you if if you like it. But I mean, back in the day, you crafted a song. There were different layers to a song. You know, so mm. yeah, yeah. And then okay. London was London was cool because I had small kids, and so it was kind of nice to sort of, you know, it was a sl slower pace. London yeah. had a much slower pace, um, but I, it, it wasn't for me personally, it wasn't where I felt I was meant to be. Yeah. I always felt I was meant to be in the US because yeah. this is where all the artists that I love lived. And, and, you know, so when I moved to LA, I was like, oh my God, this is, yeah. You know, George Duke, you know, uh, you know Al Jarreau and, Benson, I mean, all the cats that I had really, really loved, Herbie Hancock, they were all here. So, and you end up uh, meeting, you end up meeting and playing with him. Yeah, so, I, I, I'll tell you a funny story. That, like I was, I yeah. went to a club one night here in LA, and I was just, you know, this club was really famous, and, and a lot of great musicians were there. And as I walked into the club, in one corner, there was Al Jarreau, Joe Sample, uh, um, George Benson. All these guys were sitting in the corner having a fun day. They were celebrating a. Uh, George Duke's birthday and and I got up to jam they called me up and and um, then I went to their table and they said where you live you still live in South Africa I said no I I, I just moved to LA so George said I, I need a set I want you to do a session for me tomorrow can you come to my house tomorrow wow. so I said sure so I drove up to his house and when I got to his house the same guys were there Herbert Laws Joe Sample Al Jarreau George Benson uh, I think Maurice White from Earth, Wind, Fire was there. So yeah, I, yeah, stood, yeah. I stood in the driveway and I said, God, um, if this if this isn't you, then then uh, I, I I must be yeah. like, this has got to be God, you know. Yeah. And so from that moment, they knew I lived in L.A. And so I was getting calls to do sessions for this one and 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 be part of that so but london was really like a stepping stone for me i learned all this craft from writing arranging and mm. um you know i i did quite a bit of work with, with billy ocean and um yeah. 
uh, Ruby Turner with uh, If yeah. You're Ready, Come Go With Me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that course. song was a huge song for her and for me. Yeah. And so, and then, but at some point after like 10 years, I had this really strong feeling that I need to get out of London and move yeah. to the US. Yeah. So yeah. I'm still here. I'm still here in the US. Yeah. yeah. You, you are in uh, Los Angeles, right? I'm in Los Angeles. Yeah. 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 I think, you know, you, you actually answered a question that I was going to ask about turning point moments, because I think each artist, uh, no matter where in the world, has turning point moments. Like the day yeah. you get to, to George Duke's house, that's a yeah. turning point. Or going to the club and seeing them in the corner, it's a, True. It's a moment. True. It's a moment. And True. I think we all go through that. And, and that was a question I was going to ask. Um, now, when, when you listen to music and consume music, um, what does it feel like to you? Uh, you know, even within the genres you listen to, like, how do you feel about music now? Is it, is it still as beautiful as it was before? Uh, or, or, or is it, we know there's a machine, more of a machine behind it now? No, I'm, I'm, like, I'm like a kid when it comes to music, man. I'm, okay. I, as a matter of fact, I feel there's like a new rain coming. Yeah. During this yeah. pandemic, there's new rain about to be poured onto this nation, to this world, yeah. because I'm very excited about music these days. I feel so much more energetic. I don't know what it is. I keep telling my band, I said, man, I feel like, um, I've, I, well, first of all, you know, we've been in quarantine for what, 15 months, yeah. you know, and, months, and yeah. so no contact, you know, we haven't played, we've done, we've done sort of live stream shows and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I've done extremely a lot of songwriting. Um, okay. and, um, and I've been working on music in the studio, but to go out now and perform, there's something that, first of all, music is my air. Yeah. It was my girlfriend before I had a girlfriend. <laughs> and it's still one of my, it's my air. It's not, yeah. this wasn't for fame. I didn't yeah. come into this to be famous. I came into yeah. this because I really believe God gifted me with something from my parents down to yeah. my brothers, down to me. I'm the last of 12. And yeah. so I am, I'm still like a kid when it comes to music. I listen to, uh, you know, on my, on my iPod, I, I, yeah. I listen to Af from Afro Traction to, you know, oh, wow. Laura, Laura. Um, I mean, I've got, I've, I listen to music. I buy music every day. I buy music. Oh, wow. I okay. buy music all the time. So I can completely just tell you if you, if you, I'm an artist who's um, a student of music. Yeah. Because I love I that love music so much. It's, I'm still a student and I'm still a lover of music. That's my thing. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Butler, I, uh, it's almost time for us to wrap up, but I want to chat to you about this one moment that I had where I'm watching, I think it's the Stella, Stella Music Awards or something. And there's a yeah. YouTube clip and it's Travis Dean and uh, Jonathan McReynolds yeah. and Israel Houghton yeah. and Jonathan yeah. Butler. And I don't know if you've ever experienced this thing where you saw Benny McCarthy play in the Champions League and score a goal, or you saw <laughs> Lucas Radebe at Leeds United. Yeah. I watched that clip and you come in third. And yeah. every time I watch it, I get that same feeling I felt when I saw Benny McCarthy score that goal or or oh, you know the moment I'm talking about, like yes, still yes. being so deeply connected to knowing yeah. that that's someone who is from where yeah. I am from. Yeah. And in that yeah. moment, it was such a, how was it being on stage in that time? Did, oh did man. He, my question was in soundcheck, 
yeah. I'm sure you were just singing the notes normally and just singing yeah. through the song because the way they responded. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think well, you, finesse, you, you finesse them. In soundcheck, we were sitting in the dressing room and everybody had the guitar. Uh, you know, we were sitting backstage and, 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 and uh, I remember uh, Jonathan, um, we let Jonathan sort of run the show. Like, okay, you put it all together. You know, you, you okay. come up with this idea. So Jonathan, uh, um, uh, Jonathan started this whole thing and, and, and then he went on to Tavis and we were just jamming around in the, in, in the backstage. And, you know, I, I'm, I was actually just enjoying watching these young guys yeah. just be so like on their game. And yeah. then cause that for me, I'm like an older guy. I'm sitting there listening to them and I'm like, hmm, you know, this is cool. You know, this is like, a, this is like you're having Mandela be part of like, you know, a, a voice to men <laughs> a rehearsal backstage. And then they say, Mandela, okay, now it's your turn. It's your turn. Uh. <laughs> So, <laughs> you know, Madiba does his, you know, boys to men moment. Uh, that's no, a funny man. line. By the way, I think that's a, funny. I think that was very funny. That was very but funny. I, I, I totally get what you're saying. I, I feel, I feel, to, to cap what you're saying, I feel that way every time I see Trevor. Yeah. Every time I see every South African around the world. Yeah. Make their, make you know, have, have seeing their presence on TV, uh, on, it makes me feel so, so, so proud. I am, yeah. I'm always going to represent you. Yeah. You from Belgravia, from Athlone, yeah. from, from Manenberg, from Hanover Park, from Mitchell's Plain, from Google Ledger. I'm always going to represent you. That's who, that's, that's what's, that's who I am. It's yeah. who I am. That's who I am completely. I've never left home. My yeah. next album that Marcus Miller is producing right now, uh, it's home. It's a home yeah. record. It's not like uh, I'm, you know, the, the, the sad thing for me is seeing South Africans leave Af South Africa and try to simulate too much to some in, in the American uh, culture that yeah. they lose their identity. So I'm always going to represent my country the best way I, I, not the best way. I, it's just who I am. And so the yeah, here's the yeah. thing. when I sang that night, you know, uh, with everybody on stage, it's just like uh, a boldness that mm. is, that has come over time. It's come yeah. over time because I remember growing up in Belgravia, there was a very meekness because once come from the sun case up, and the electricity and the button coming Seeing that we are on air, I'm supposed to call you Jonathan Butler. JB. Jonathan, JB. Can, can we keep it that way? JB from the ATL. JB from the ATL. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Feel it for more. For more. Tune in to goodhopfm.co.za. It's all you need.